Welcome to the wonderful world of podcasting, Leah. I reeled you in. You reeled me in and I'm so thankful. I've learned so, so much about how professional podcasts are done. Thank you. Or what not to do. Either one. Either one works, right? (laughs) Hey, it's like leadership. When you see what's working and going well, you know that that's a sign of a good leader. And when you see what's not working well in podcasting, you know, that's a sign of maybe they need some help. Exactly. Exactly. So let's (laughs) talk about this. So we are kicking off the CISO diaries and I'm sure people are going to ask us, well, okay, first off, who the hell are you two? (laughs) And, and secondly, why, why focus on the CISO journey? Like, why should we care? And so I think it's important, you know, for our intro episode, Leah, let's talk about it. Like, who the heck are we? Like, who are we to kick this off and share the world, the dynamic world of leadership, but within cybersecurity, information security. I mean, it's, it's fracking diverse. Oh, tell me about it and talk about diverse. I'm happy to see the two of us, not just who we are two female co-hosts for a cybersecurity podcast, but it's great to be doing it with you as my good, very good friend too. So double bonus for me. Well, well, there's not more, there's not more bonuses. Come on. It should be like quadruple. There's many bonuses. Bonuses. I was actually saying boni, but that's not the word either. And it's probably not the most appropriate, but okay. So Leah, I mean, let's talk about us for a little bit. Leah, Sia, we rhyme. Yep. So everyone that's listening to the CISO diaries will know like, oh, Leah or Sia and Sia is one of the deeper man voice. It's okay. So Leah, (laughs) tell me about your background. Talk to me, goose. (laughs) negative ghostwriter. No, my (laughs) background is an interesting one. Uh, Well, I, you know, come to now where I am in Texas from Silicon Valley. So I was practically born out of the womb in tech. Um, But I I did, I started my career in tech. And so I've always, you know, I've actually loved technology. I've always understood it pretty easy, thanks to good mentors and managers. Um, I started in marketing and public relations and comms, and then I went through that for a while. And I thought, you know, I'm ready for a change. I knew what I wanted to do based on having some career experience under my belt. Um, and it was probably the t- around the time I was at Cisco, actually, and we the company had just acquired Sourcefire, and I got asked to go join the security team there. It was with Chris Young, who I think everyone in the industry knows was head of cybersecurity at Cisco. And so I've been in cybersecurity now for oh, nine plus some years, something like that. It, well, it feels like that many, but it's been a while. And then for the basically the last six years, I've really been focused on, um, as I did a career shift, and yes, it's possible to change your career um, and do it and break into cybersecurity, has been on partnerships. Um, mainly technical partnerships, looking at where solutions for customers um, were in demand but didn't exist and how I needed to work with many different other companies on the type of solutions they had to integrate them and deliver more of a complete solution to customers. So, um, you know, it was on my journey, I think, in that world or where what I was doing then that I needed to, it was like this need I had to just get to know the CISO directly versus hearing what they needed from, you know, secondhand or third party, because I didn't believe everything I was hearing. So I thought, why not go with the source themselves? 
And then here I am today for the last year, I've been working at a nonprofit cyber future foundation um, as in basically managing cybersecurity programs. And um, it's, we're very much focused on leadership in the community and bringing people to get together and being super connectors. So that's my path has been kind of interesting. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's interesting because it is a path that is not structured. It's not predictable. It was right. something that you were opportunistic and saw the, you know, a great way. I'm trying not to see the word opportunity like five times in a row, but really <laughs> it's embracing opportunity, right? And that's creating change. And that's what's creating a lot of these paths that we see and and that we're going to see with all of these CISOs or CISOs. I've been gently corrected a few times. I'm like, late, whatever. I call it CISO because it's CIA. Thank you. Leah, CIA, CISO. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, and I think that's the whole crux of the CISO diaries, right? Is the fact that your career progression isn't the same. My career progression is is unusual, right? Even though I am now a podcast producer and strategist, I have my own company, full disclosure, I do podcasts. Um, and we have a whole cadre of amazing engineers and sound editors that do what they do. But I did not grow up in the industry of media or marketing or entertainment. My background is in tech sales. Actually, even if you want to go dig deep into the archives of my life, uh, I worked at the Disney Corporation for almost seven years. And that really instilled in me the idea of having imagination, the idea that there is opportunity out there to do something, to be anything, right? When you wish upon a star, right? Yeah. And and I think that has always been kind of embedded in my mind and, and good job, Disney, for uh, brainwashing me. And because I completely adhere to a lot of their positive things that they've taught me. And then it helped me understand when I was graduating college and I didn't know what the heck I was going to do. And then I got pulled into IT recruiting during the dot-com days in San Francisco, where you practically could do no wrong. So I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing, but I had a false sense of like success. I was landing people jobs left and right, you know, six figure more jobs who had one year experience. It was insane. And of course, a bubble burst. And at that point, I actually found a job at a network security company, which set my path down the course of uh, just falling in love with the world of cybersecurity. Um, I'd left at some point to, to work for I'll say Hewlett Packard Enterprise, Hewlett Packard that turned into Hewlett Packard Enterprise. So I moved away from cybersecurity into the data center side. But what that did for me, though, is help me see that bigger picture, that bigger picture of understanding the challenges between the silos. That is really, I see a lot of convergence and, and, and consolidation at the same time with different organizations and how they value security. And uh, that's what prompted me when you and I got together, Leah, we got introduced by my former boss. Should we even give him a shout out or I don't know. Let's give him a shout out. John McGuire. John McGuire. Yeah, who I had worked with when I was, it it was at a company, we were doing DDoS and SSL um, and he was not my boss because we were in different departments, but I supported and worked with their team closely and he lived here in, in Texas. So yeah, it, you were one of my first female friends here. Yay. Yay. Thanks, John. <laughs> Thanks, John. You you drove me insane, John, with all the demands of the forecast and why is your Salesforce not updated? Thank you. But other otherwise. But you did um, get bringing us together. So great. <laughs> he did bring us all together, which is always so good. So good. So um yeah, no, I mean, and I think that's where I, I, we have such different paths, but yet we've converged together ourselves here. And 
I love the fact that you were interested in doing a podcast like this because you saw the need, I think as much as I have as an outsider looking in, that the the path of a a CISO, first off, getting a seat at the C-suite table, getting a chair at the C-suite table (laughs) um, is is a newer uh, thing. We're starting to see that the technology group, what have you, the CIO, CTO, CISOs are all now getting valued somewhat very equitably and favorably from the C-suite, right? It's no longer a question of, oh, let's just relegate IT to finance or HR, which I absolutely do not Please, oh, anyway, don't get me started. No, no, we should not get started there. Don't get started on that. But (laughs) (laughs) we want people to like us, right? No, um, but but at the same time, is when I listen and I see everyone's path. I mean, one of my favorite, most respected uh, friends uh, got a degree in journalism, and he is a B A D A S S uh, security architect. Another girlfriend never went to college background in storage data centers. And now she, she got her, you know, CCIE and CISSP. And I'm like, where does this come from? And, and it's those journeys, those stories that female in particular, I'm thinking of, she literally had a boss pull out a drive and toss it across the data center at her. Cause he got so frustrated because she told him that he was doing something wrong and she proved herself right. Like she, she did. Oh Yeah. She proved no, him wrong and he got upset and he, he tossed a freaking tangible device at her head and that's not oh, yeah. acceptable, but it's a, it's a story and it's what created us. And right. And I do it's think our experiences. And I, th- and I think like you, I mean, both of us were different pathways from where we started to now, but we also know too, we're motivated, determined as ever. And it's a lot of hard work. And, you know, to your point, yeah, cybersecurity was not what it is today years ago. And it was kind of new to a lot of organizations and it's hard work. And it, I mean, there's a lot of great leaders out there within the industry and there's some that, you know, learn on the job, get your MBA by seeing what is not a good leader. So let's let it- yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so let's, let's, let's talk about this. What are your visions of where you think CISO Diaries, where would you like to take it? And and what do you envision the listener? What should they expect from you? Yeah, good question. I think, you know, we, both of us actually saw this and you probably more so because of all the podcasts you produce and support, but there's a lot of them out there that very much focus on you know, all the technologies, all the hacks and attacks. Um, and that's great. There's many of them, I think, you know, I love and listen to, and they're informative. But there weren't a lot that focused on that person. And without necessarily, you know, I guess to some degree, we all have agendas, but ours was really more focused on that person, the guest we were going to have, who they are as a human, personally and professionally. And just very real talk. And also, sure, you know, we'll, we interview a lot of CISOs. They talk about how they got into that role. Some of them are within the C-suite, some are not. Um, So that's, you know, more interesting discussions from our guests that we have as they have opinions on that too. But leaders in general, um, and I think it could, this could be at all levels because in security specifically, that has got to be somebody that. I mean, to some degree, you need to put your job on the line. 
You really do. And it's about doing the right thing. And if someone's willing to do that and they're okay standing up to do what's ethical and do the right thing, I'd say that's part of what makes a leader within cybersecurity. I love I mean, that. Probably any industry really. But so I think, you know, vision and, and what we talked about is giving a platform to people to come and relax a little bit, but also the agenda is a little bit about them, which I don't know that they always get that chance to have it be about them. It's always a, you know, having to talk about something that's already set for them. You know, maybe if they're from the uh, vendor side talking about their solution, but we wanted this to be just more real and authentic and about them and keeping it on the the person. So I love that because I think it, it's important for people to be able to relate to each other and resonate with each other in the workforce when you have that element. Absolutely. I could not agree with you hundred percent more. Obviously we're doing a show together. So hmm. exactly. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. Me too. Um, I'm you glad know, we so- about this in, a, in advance. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to plan? You just wing it. <laughs> Wait, what? You want a 90 day plan? Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I mean, okay, so I'm going to be selfish here. To me, meeting and uh, doing the CISO Diaries here is, I think, an opportunity to get a masterclass. A masterclass of someone's life, a masterclass of seeing leadership in action, a masterclass in if you are already in a leadership role, hey, maybe I want to network with this individual. Or if I'm looking for another job, maybe I want to work for this individual. Or maybe if I am fresh out of college or I'm in college and I'm like "Mm," thinking, well, where the hell do I go? What can I do to progress into a career? Because I know I want to go in cybersecurity. I mean, we were talking to an individual uh, the other day where they're doing extraordinarily well. They're making all the right steps. Their career progression is going wonderfully well, but there's always a next And I think that's so important because when you talk to all these leaders and we are, there's always a next, just because you achieve a quote title doesn't necessarily mean you've hit the the apex of your career or your life. There's so much more next. There's always more afterwards. And I think that's a great reminder because cybersecurity is not exactly the most uh, socialized um, industry that makes it sound sexy, right? No, it Um, is not sexy at all. I mean, the job itself from what I've seen, and I ain't no technical person. I just sold the stuff. So I knew a lot of marketing jargon. I keep saying it over and over again. I understand the concepts well enough that I used to tell my clients, if I can solve your technical issue, you have a bigger issue. (laughs) (laughs) But but what you understood, and, and I know, you know, that you were, I'd say you were a really good person within sales because you really understood the business needs Versus just trying to sell them the latest, you know, widget and marketing jargon. You you actually took that time, which and is I think, important. and then that's the other thing too that we haven't really tapped into that I'm sure we will evolve over time is yeah, that acumen. You must have a business acumen to get into that C titled level. So it's not just a matter of well, I know how to do DevSecOps like a mofo. It's not that. It's more of the okay, you might have understood the concept, you understand the greater good of it, you understand why you need it. Now, how do we apply it in a way where commercially it's acceptable, it's viable as an organization, and how it fits and is of value to you know the company 
itself. So do you have any parting thoughts or words? I think I don't want to go on too long. I think people will get to know us as we go, but is there something that you want to say? Describe yourself Leah, in three words that after they listen to CISO Diaries after a few times, they're going to be like, Leah is three descriptors. Oh boy. Really? No. <laughs> um, well, let's see. One, passion. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I I do. I show up every day with passion because I, I and I think you have to have that within cybersecurity. I'm I'm passionate about what I do. It, it's a lot of work. It's hard. It's not pretty, but the impact over time and when you can see that and realize that, so that you stay in it and keep moving forward to that, that is what makes it so great. So passionate. Um, what's another one? Um, uh, well, curious, evolving, I guess, combined in one, if I can use that as my You second. stole mine. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> You'll think of a different word. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, and you have to also be that, always learning. But at, I cannot even keep up. But I, I make it a point to do that and set that time aside um, to stay up on the latest and read, et cetera. And then the last one I'd say is present staying in the present mindset. And I think that's also very key because it can be a stressful job, but you don't want to let that stress consume you and take you away. So you have to be present to realize your actions, how you're perceived, how how you perceive yourself and a present mindset gives you that. So those are the big three. Look at you. And you know what? I didn't even like, you get to go second. So you already were thinking about it. I know you. And I, and I didn't even like prep you on that question. Did I? I'm like, Oh, you know what? Let's just have a fun. Let's, let's see what happens when Leah doesn't know what the heck is going on. And where are you going? See ya. Um, You know what? My three. No, but you taught me. Let's just be real. This girl has helped me become a better spokesperson naturally. So I will give you that shout out. Oh, thank you. But you always had it in you. That's the whole thing. And that's why I was so attracted to you because you are such a, uh, you're a giving spirit, like, and you're just so nice. You're genuinely a nice person. And I know you, you, we've argued this many a times. <laughs> you are a nice person, accept it and just roll with it. Okay. Cause we're getting recorded just smile and nod. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, you're right. I mean, like if we had to describe like, you know, Sia is, uh, I, I would say a jokester. So I don't take life very seriously. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the whole point of getting to know a lot of our CISOs, having people get to know us is that, look, we're fallible. That's another word. We're, we're fallible. That's a good one. That's a good one. And there's humility in fallibility. And- there's humility in fallibility, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I see this in so many leaders that I strive for. I'm not the most humble person. I see your face. <laughs> I see you laughing at me. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. No, but but having humility and thinking you have humility is such an acting on humility, right? That's such a very, very different things, right? And And giving of yourself in a way that's like not expecting something in return, right? So- I, I love the word humility because I see so many leaders, the good ones, the, the <laughs> success, the, one. the ones that we perceive as quote, truly successful. Right. And I find the most successful ex- executives in general, the ones that are most centered in who they are and what they are, you know, have this calmness of knowing that they have achieved a certain level of success are the most humble people. For me, I think it is, I think it's said like five different things. So I don't even know. <laughs> 
And this is okay. And the third thing for Sia is she can't count. I cannot count. So there you go. She can't count. That's that's how you would describe Sia. Can't count. Hey, that's being that's kind of part of being humble. So you're there. You you got uh, it. Uh, Self-deprecating you your weaknesses. That's <laughs> that's part of being a leader. Well, weakness, girl. I think you don't have the same we same weakness. Squirrel. Like I think, yeah, I think squirrel. Oh, that might sure. have to be our code word when we're like going off into the like la la land. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or we just edit it out one of the two but i just you know what that's the other thing too i don't want to edit i don't we're going to edit obviously as needed if someone drops the f-bomb and whatnot mm-hmm. you, know, you know we have to be considerate of that but in general this is not going to be a very edited podcast because i think it loses authenticity i think it loses it's, spontaneity yeah. Yeah. right so it's i like think when you could tell when there's speakers that are scripted or they're you know talking from something that dare I say it, the comms team put together and said, stay on track because that's where you just, yeah, you can tell. And I think there's something so very important to being authentic because when you have to start, when somebody starts to become something they're not in order to be accepted somewhere, that's when usually in the long run, it does not work. You never want to give up your authentic, your authentic self. Yeah. No, girl, I think that's a perfect on that note. Yep. Our job is to make sure that our guests are as authentic and the odds are extraordinarily high. They are. Yeah. And, There's and we're going to enjoy learning about out them. there that I, th- I think everyone's going to enjoy hearing from. Exactly. <laughs> so, oh, Leah, I think this is a good ending. What do you think? Do you want to keep going? Can keep going, girl. No, I think this has been great. I am just so excited that we are doing this and yeah, I'll be intrigued by our journey and what conversations we get to have with these amazing people. Absolutely. So on that note, then let's go ahead and close off the introduction about us chapter of the CISO Diaries. Yay.